Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, Pastor Tim. I love you all. Amen. It's a very long time since I got to this beautiful sanctuary, beautiful house of God. Let me see if I can recognize everybody and see some new faces. <laughs> yes, everybody is at the house. Uh, two couple new faces, but it's okay. I know you in the spirit, and you know me in the spirit too. Special greetings from my wife. And um, by way of Ghana, New York. Now, tonight is special night. Saturday to see a crowd like this is beautiful. You could have chosen to be somewhere to enjoy yourself, but you feel like coming to hear your brother. <laughs> Amen. Let me pray before I say something. Let us pray. Father, I give you praise. I thank you for tonight. We trust you that tonight you will speak to us. Not man's talk, but your talk. So that at the end, we shall take time to give you praise. This we ask that no one here will go back the same. They came. Never. Jesus' name we prayed. Amen. I want to say something to make you happy. Because it's coming from the Lord. Amen. By the way, all the pastors of Benelite in Ghana says I should send their greetings to you, Apostle Denisius and the race. And they say, I should tell you, come back again. They mix you. And this time, I'm there, so it will be more different. I mean, especially they say, I should tell Sister Julie, my holy sister, oh, are you jealous already? Yeah, I know I have everybody as my sister, but Sister Julie is my real sister. Oh, my family. We are only two people that are short people. You saw the big one, right? The rest are taller than like uh, Sister Julie, so she's my real sister. The rest are sisters, but she's real sisters. <laughs> I want to say something that was sitting where Pastor Bobby is sitting, I received from the Lord. 
And I believe with all my heart, we'll bless you and we'll bless this wonderful congregation. Right there, I'm looking in the realms of the spirit. And there was a meeting going on, and this meeting is a meeting of some elderly people that are in the paradise heaven. And an angel of the Lord was showing them something about this house, this church. I wish like I can change my preaching and preach on that, but it's a message received, so let me give it to you, and then we get to what I was given to come and share with you tonight. There is something about this church that God has not done with it yet. And that is something called fragrance. Am I saying the right word? Me no speak good English, so if I don't see it well, just let me know. We are here as a family. But at least I try so my English can be well explained to your understanding. Fragrance, something that is like perfume. It smells good. It's not finished. Something that attracts. Something in the incense way bees get attracted to. But this is a woman being's attraction. So I'm here to let you know we haven't talked about this, but let not your heart be troubled. People of this church, do not let your heart be troubled. For there's still something here that is still will attract people around. If somebody thinks like this freedom ministry is over, it's not over. I came to tell you it's not over. No matter how you use a perfume, if it's coming to an ending, you will see it. And if you love that perfume, you don't want to get it finished. You want to make sure the same perfume, you go to the same beauty store or perfume store and get it one more time. Church, this fragrance might have gone down a little bit, but this eldest and this angel of God that the Lord has sent is yet to feel it. Hallelujah. There is coming again attraction. Because you have not sprayed it. You think that it is over. It not over. The one that gave it to you says it's not over. 
And I'm wondering, he, she came, apostle came, and talking about this part of waters. It was finished. The drinks are gone. And then they fill this part of waters. And then when they give it to the governor, he said, how come? How come? That everyone drinks the good one and reserve the bad ones. And now you bring the one that is even better than the first and the last. Prophetic. It is prophetic of what I was looking at was sitting at Pastor Robert's place. And then Mama came and just said this. Beloved, God is taking this church to somewhere. If you know how to pray, get on your knees and begin to pray. What God is about to do, that fragrance, that perfume will tingle. Where is it coming from? Take me there. Let me go taste it. Let me go have some. That is for the church. Let us say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight I want to share briefly with you so we can get to prayer, so we can get to home, and then tomorrow we can get ourselves ready for long days, a long day. We're going to have a long day, morning service. You go back home, get something, eat quickly, stretch, and come. And I'm going to stretch you like this. We're going to stretch ourselves up. We're going to pray until heaven comes down. Even if this house will be on a fire for the Lord, that's exactly what we're going to do. So we're going to start it tonight with a little taste. I'm going to talk about something the Lord has given me. You have his promise. You and I, we have the promise of God. We have his promise. You have his promise. So, if God has assured us of his promise, let us hold on to it. Hold on to it. Don't let it go. Many a times, you and I, we give up quickly. We've been promised and this thing is not happening. Then, you want to take another route. Hebrews 6, 13 through 15. Hebrews 6. The book of Hebrews, chapter 6, 13 through 15. I read from the New King James. For when God had made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessings, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. God came to Abraham and assured him and promised him. And because God never had anyone bigger 
not even the angels of God, all put together. Not by his son, Christ Jesus. God is God by himself. So for that reason, he wanted Abraham to know that what I'm going to tell you of is yet to come. He swore, but yet the same God said, you should not swear. <laughs> Somebody says, it's not fair, right? <laughs> He's God, so he can't do anything. He swore by himself that surely in blessing I will bless you. Whether you like it or not, in multiplications I will multiply. I'm talking about that you have the promise of God. This church has the promise of God. That this church will go to a higher height. In spite of the turbulence. In spite of the delays. In spite of what is delayed in our lives. That God has said to you, he's still going to do that. You can backtrack this in Genesis 22, 15 through 17. When God has given Abraham the promise of God through his son, Isaac came. He said, now I want you to go sacrifice this young man. So 15 of 22 of Genesis says, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham the second time out of heaven. He called first time, he said, Abraham, go kill this boy for me. Killing is a hard word. Go sacrifice. What's the difference? Go sacrifice him for me. First time he called from heaven. Before I used to preach like that, I thought quickly Abraham went with the boy and just slaughtered him. No. Theologically, he mourned for 40 days. So you can imagine what Mama Sarah is thinking about Abraham. Why is this man behaving this way like this? Because he never told him. He never told her that this is what God has required of me. The man that swear by himself that I am God. In blessing, I will bless you. In multiplication, I will multiply. And he had the endurance, the patience to wait. And it was fulfilled. Even he wasn't sure, so he went ahead of time and used and took her maidservant and pregnanted her and gave him a son. Yet God came on the scene and said, no, Abby, that's not what I want from you. By the way, anyway, you are forgiven. You see how God is. Maybe if it was my wife, you say, you, you commit adultery, I will let all your members hear that you have cheated on me and you have even brought. But God, God, you know, Sarah was calm with that. I'm not saying go do that to your wife, though, young man. Stay calm. For he who that has promised you will surely come with that. 
If somebody is here and somebody has promised you or has said some prophetic things on you, or you have particularly soon some big amount of money and say you do that and nothing is happening, for Christ's sake, I'm here to help you. That by the hand of the prophet Israel was delivered, by the hands of the apostles, the Bible says signs and wonders was performed. Tonight, I will join my faith with you and that seed that you have sown that nothing has happened. Or that prayer you have prayed nothing is happening. That tonight will put it to a rest so something can happen. Say amen. amen. So Abraham got shouted the second time. Uh, I wonder, there's no clock here, right? <laughs> I'm telling you. I have disciplined myself not to go overboard in many ways. I'm now a disciplined man. If you give me 30 minutes, I'll give you 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, even in this pandemic, I have a whole lot of uh, things to do. Oh, brother. You're going to dine with me tonight. In the word, in the word of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God spoke and called Abraham and said, by myself, verse 16, I swore, sworn, say the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withhold your son, your only son, in blessing I will bless you, in multiplication, and your descendants, and the stars of heaven will be like that. It will be like the sons on the seashore. Because you have done Distant, you are doing something that God is watching. You are praying God is hearing and watching. Something good you are doing that God desires. It says, I have seen that, your obedience, your dedication. For promises that I have promised you by my own mouth in some dreams you have had, some visions you have had, some prophetic word that has come from this pulpit and around. Because of who God is, the thing you have done by dedicating yourself to prayer, to music department, to every department in the church, in blessing, I will bless you. Hallelujah. I take delight in that. I take delight in that. In blessing, I will bless you, first of all. Your name has changed. You see that? When I was around you, you were elder. And the promises of God you hold on to now, pastor. I believe you are a good pastor. Yes. You don't have to tell. I know this man. Yeah, he's, he's a good person. Hallelujah. The promises of God. So what happened? If he promised, he doesn't fail. You and I, when I promise you, I can fail you. But he will not fail. Hallelujah. I'm talking about God has given you a promise. God has given you a church. God has given you a ministry, a family, a home. Let's, let's talk a little bit like families. 
You have your family, I have my family. We can be friends. Then here me come. I said, no, no, you know what? Because I'm, I'm black. I'm a colored person. So I need your family to be my family. Pastor Tim will, 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 will make a fist. I said, what you, what you talking about? We are friends. We, can, you, we cannot exchange families. I cannot take Mama Diane, right? What's your name? Diana. Diana. Oh, see, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> if I don't mention your name, please don't be angry with me because the names are too many. Then I come and say, Mama Diane, I want you to give me your son, Bobby. And I will give you my David. He will look at me and say, oh, what's wrong with this man? I love him, I like him, but today I, I hate him. You may be thinking differently. But in Joshua 21.45, something the Lord said is so beautiful. Oh, Jesus. Something the Lord said is so beautiful. He said, not a word fail of any good thing which the Lord has spoken to the house of freedom, ministry, cross-set, all came to pass. It's written there. Everything God said to Joshua, everything God said to Pastor Bobby, Apostle, and Pastor Tim, everything they said to you, it says that nothing, not one word fail. Oh, my God. Let us come to that point. And believe God in every minute thing that he spoke to us. Every little thing. May you believe him because that is the promise of God. Before the pandemic, I believe this was in the month of uh, April last year. Also, that was in the pandemic. Pandemic started around March. Ah, I'm being reminded to do something in this house. I'll do it. I have done it two times this year. One time on a business and one time on a little church somewhere in mid-state. Now I'm reminded that he can do the same thing here too. If I'm reminded I'm giving, I do. If I'm not, I don't. And this is what it is. This couple were losing their house. And their son, who happened to have one of my sons as buddies in school, said, why can't you talk to your daddy and pray for my parents? They are losing their house. And I will lose my crib. In New York, we talk like that. Here too, right? Crib. Mm -hmm. So, my son came to me, flew from school and came. He said, Daddy, you got to do this thing for me. I said, son, what is it? He said, it's my friend. 
they are pairing, they are losing their home. And so, yeah, I've been there before. So it is painful. We prayed. My son and I, we prayed. And then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, go tell them they will not lose their house. He said, daddy, just that? I said, yeah. So can I call my friend here? He called the friend. He said, hey, we mentioned the name. He said, my dad is on speakerphone with me. He said, yeah, what's, what's up? He said, what you told me, I just told him. We prayed three minutes later. My dad said, tell your mom, your dad, they will not lose their house. He said, that's that? My son said the same thing. He said the same thing. He said, yeah. He said, so can I make a conference call to call mommy or daddy? He said, this is not a conference call. Let you go tell mom and dad, and then when they want to call, they can call. He said, that sounds good. He called. The following day, mom and dad called. I said, my son said this and this, but sir, this is so bad. We have even packed already. I said, stay there, unpacked. I said, unpacked? I said, yes. So three weeks later, they receive a phone call. They said, we have mailed you something coming in the mail today, but we want to let you know what we mail. He said, what is it? He said, you can keep your home and you can pay as half of what uh, your mortgage is. He said, really? He said, yes. What about the past debt? He said, we waived it. It is over. Hallelujah. They still have their home. The promise of God and this is what I will do. 2019, Jesus appeared to me and told me restriction is coming. Limitation is coming. Those of you who watch on the Facebook, I don't have one. But now that I'm getting one, it never reached me before coming here. I'm not lying to you. Next time, you will get it right. Because I'm giving the permission to do that. And when Jesus happened to appear to me, I was in 49 days of fasting. When I show you some pictures, you will not recognize me. My nose is big, but now my nose is bigger. My head, everything on me was like skinny thing. Now I've gained a little bit of weight. Thank God. Who say fasting is not a hard thing? Then something happened. He showed me America dying, people dying, Eastern Bloc was Iran dying. I said, well, what is this? He said, they will shut school down, they will shut churches, they will shut this, they will shut that. I said, Lord, this shouting. We thought it was just three days, four days, one week, one month, but here we are. Here we are. And one of the things he said to me, he said, tell my people, my sons and daughters, my children, who have covenanted with me, who believe me, to trust me, and I'll take them through. So I preached, I, I preached it in Ghana until everybody don't want to hear that message again, everywhere I went. And then 2020 
we prayed. And an angel of the Lord was holding 2021 December. That you make sure this pandemic go. Before then it was 2020 December. So 2020 December was coming. And I said, Lord, he said, because our people are not praying. So I organized prayer everywhere. And then 2021, an angel of the Lord said, if we pray and we trust him. If we pray and we trust him. We were praying for doctors and nurses just on the front line. I believe everybody, Christian, was praying. Then, today we're seeing some little lowness of the whole thing. And then people, some apostles, some prophets, they say, God gave you the limitation and restriction. Why can't you ask God to take the limitation and restriction for our businesses are hurt, our churches are hurt, our people are hurt. Then December 2020, I was in the mountaintop in prayer for 10 days. And the Lord said, I will give you permission, not to all, but to some places. Places they have placed restriction and limitation. So bad. When I tell you, deliver that, set it out free, just do that. And I will show my kindness to them. Hallelujah. And this is one of the places. This is one of the places. I told you the first one was on a, on a business, a school. And uh, they were hurting. School of 3,000 people, everything is shut down. And the Lord said, do that. We did it. And shortly then after, the school started coming back. It's not full because it's from the dentistry or little ones to the sixth graders, private school. So they are coming back. They have set everything protocol for parents to be tested or before they drop their kids and other things. But the whole place is not full yet. God is doing something. So whatever that limitations because God has given this church a promise. The leaders of this church has worked tirelessly to keep it going. You have invested your life into it. And God sees it. And he says, in blessing, I will bless you. Because you're holding on. Hold on to the promises of God. For he's not a liar. Has God said it? That he will not do it. He will. He's not a man like you and I to repent. Because he's God. He says it and he wants to do it. So beloved, let us trust and believe and obey. Do not let something take you off stage. Because it has been delayed. No. Delay is not denial. Have patience. It says when, I can quote it here again. It says when he endured. <coughs> Verse 15 of Hebrews 6. It says, 
And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. And some of you have endured, have waited, have prayed. May God grant it to you. Hallelujah. May Jesus grant it to you. The one that you believe, the one that you have put your life on. He says, and so after he had patiently endured, you have endured it. God promised when he saved one, he saved entire family. And some of our sons and daughters have become stubborn and you have given up on them. No, don't give up on them. Do not give up on them. God has promised you that I saved you, I saved the entire family. Just the fact that God said he saved you and saved the entire family and one of them is not or two of them is not. So you're giving up on God for that boy, that girl. You have no idea what that boy will get. So does that mean you don't believe Jesus is coming back again? That is the promise of God. That I will come back again. Because in, 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 in Acts of the Apostles, when they saw him going, the angel of the Lord came. He said, why are you here still? The same way you saw Jesus going up there, the same way he's going to come back. That's the promise of God. I believed on it. Hallelujah. So if you don't believe this promise of God, then what again do you want to believe? Then somebody will make you feel like you are not at the right place. So come over here. When we were we, this is a, a Ghana language, Ghana English. So if you don't understand in after service, ask me, what, what do you mean by that? When we were we, where were you? That's a clear language, right? When this church was here, where were you? When we were we, mom? Only I forgot your name. Don't worry about your son. That I forgot mama's name. Oh, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Where this ministry was touring, where were you? Where were those people who want to fight you? Who want to think nothing is good here? Nothing is happening. No, 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 no. The God that promised Joshua, the God that promised Moses, the God that promised this young lady, Esther. And fulfill his promises for Esther. That same God that promised Abraham that you have a son. This God has not changed a bit. You and I are changing. Because we are meant to change. We have been made to change. But he changes not. He promised you. Something he delivered. But the thing that you and I are missing is the patience. The patience to endure. Endure a little time. 
spending in the presence of the Almighty. To see him bringing it to pass. That business you have dreamed of. That family you have dreamed of. That husband or wife that your sons and daughters have dreamed of. To have a family on their own. And sometimes they don't even bring you a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And you are wondering, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I have one family person, their, their first son wants to marry a white lady. And the father said, no, you can't marry a white lady. I said, why? Why not, dad? Then quickly, the men have chances to travel to USA. And the wife, they came and they looked for me. And then the son called me. He said, my parents are coming. and said, they will see you. I said, no problem because we are family. When I'm in Ghana, I visit with them. I eat in their house. He said, they are coming to see me. I said, because of me? He said, no, they have some business to run in the U.S., but they say they will make a stopover and see me. I said, about what? He said, I don't know, but I think they will talk about my girlfriend that I have because I want to marry her. I'm in love. I said, are you sure you're in love? Some people are in lust. He said, no, no, no. He said, he called me uncle. He said, because when they were growing up, their dad is my friend. So... I knew them when they were at school with my big brother's kids. I said, okay. The daddy came five days to leave, go back to Africa. He made arrangement, and he came to me. They went to Massachusetts in Boston, and it's about three hours' drive. So to New York, they drove, they came, and I met with them. I host them two days. My place was small, so they say, oh, thank you for giving us this place. Put us to a hotel, and we'll come to you in the house. I said, sure, because you are rich. Go be in the hotel. Thank you. I wanted to do my best. They went to a hotel. They don't even want three stars. They want four stars, five stars. I said, how many nights are you sleeping over there? Why spend money in luxury hotels that you don't give the preacher to put in his pocket? So they came to me two days, we talked, and said, the most important thing we came to see you, he talks like this, the most important thing we came to see you here is our son, our only son, first son. He's married to this white lady. He called her babe. I said, yeah, and that's, he's in love. He said, this is not love. I said, so what is the problem? He said, what you say, I will do. If you tell me God say yes, I'll do. If you say God say no, that will be better. <laughs> I say, okay, let's talk. So we started to talk. We talked. My wife made some dishes. We ate finish. He said, why can't we be eating and talk? I said, no. Let's eat finish and then we'll talk. 
We eat, finish. And I say, are you ready? He said, yes. Have you heard from the Lord? I say, yes. I've heard from the Lord. And uh, that day, I lean on her wife. I say, I haven't heard from the Lord. But what I would say should be from the Lord. The wife looked at me and looked at the husband. And I say, you don't want your son to marry to this white lady. He say, why? He said, because they don't know how to stay in Africa. And I don't want my child to stay over there long because I, I have property. So that when I'm getting old, he can say, you will still do that. Why worry? He said, you have heard from the Lord. Tell me what you heard from the Lord. I say, okay. One day, you will be home and your son will come and say, hey, dad. He said, yeah. He said, now I'm ready. He said, you don't want me to marry a white baby, right? He said, yeah, I don't want you. You get somebody? He said, yeah, I'm talking now. Then he comes and said, now I get a nice black man, big and tall. I said, yes, a nice black woman, big and tall. I get somebody. And then when he comes, so bring him. I would like to welcome him. He said, come on. He's at the back of the door. Come, come. He said, hey, babe, come. And he's a black man. Want to marry. He said, dad, this is my wife. The one. You, you excuse my language, you will freak out and pass out. He said, oh, if that be the soul, let, let her marry that, that white lady. For my son to go, you think my, I said, things are happening. Your son can go and take a male man and say, this is my wife. Today, we have given birth to three kids. And this parent loved this, their son. The promise of God is man and a woman. He didn't say black and white. Hallelujah. God wants to do business with you and then you forget the sight that the man God is bringing to you is not of your color. He's a cohesion. He's a, he's a colored person. It's the promise of God stands sure. In conclusion of the matter, if God wants to do something for you, he will bring you a person. Male or woman. And if God, Satan, wants to do something for you, he will bring you a person. Male or female. It's up to you to discern. To see who is godly. And go by God. Else you can miss it. And when you miss it, it's not God who has made you to mix it. It's your own heart desire. So let us stand on the promises of God. The promises of God is yea and amen. If he sent his son Christ Jesus on earth to die for us. And lift him up again from the grave. And sit at the right hand of the father. And ready to come back again and to take us to himself. Let this promise of God be stilled in your heart. That if that be the case, then whatever I have trusted God for, for days, for years, for months, 
The promise of God is that it shall come to pass and nothing will fail. Hallelujah. Joshua said that. This church will not fail. You will not fail. Because this is not man's things. It's God's thing. Hallelujah. And because of that, bundle up in faith. Stand in faith. For he has sworn that by myself, God himself, by himself, he says, no other greater, no other greater, no other greater person, no other greater person but him only. Let us stand on our feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to thank the Lord. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Zata brokeristo brahandelelelebosuprondi. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord Jesus for his mercies, for his goodness, for his kindness. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Tonight we are here to start some little prayer before we continue heavy tomorrow and then pray. Thank him. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his promise. Hallelujah. Just bless the name of the Lord. Thank him. Thank God for his promises. Thank God for his faithfulness. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for who he is. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank Jesus, praise Jesus for his goodness, for his mercy, for his kindness. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Give you praise. Wonderful Jesus, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Oh, glory to God in the highest. Great is your faithfulness. We bless you tonight. We bless you tonight. We bless you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Blessed Holy Spirit, we thank you tonight. We thank you for who you are. We thank you, Lord, for mercy, for goodness, for your promise. That is yea and amen. Hallelujah. Thank him, thank him. Ask God to forgive you of even our doubt. We have doubted God in many ways before. Ask him to forgive. Ask him to forgive. The blood of Jesus is here to cleanse us, to forgive us. Let us ask him. Irrespective of age, we all doubt sometimes. We all doubt because this thing has delayed. This thing is not coming. Let us ask him to forgive us his blood, his blood, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. Wonderful Jesus, have mercy, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we have prayed with thanksgiving. I'm going to take you through some little prayers point so we can pray. I believe we have time. It's not that late. It's about 7, 15, 16. So, like our brother said, we're not going nowhere. Some people are going somewhere. But me and him, we're going to be here. So, let us pray. And my first prayer point is going to be taken from Scripture in uh, Deuteronomy 31a. Deuteronomy. That's how you say it, right? 
31.8. It's a prayer point. I want us to go there and pray. It says, and the Lord, he is one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. This is our first prayer point. We're going to ask the Lord that he has promised not to leave us. You cannot be left. No mother here will lift even his grown-up kid that is married and run into you and say, no, 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 now you're a big boy, you're a big girl, you're on your own. You're on your own. No way you will do that to that wonderful baby boy, baby girl when you are growing and lifting him or her up and now he's big and he run into you for help and you say, no, 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 no. No, you will do everything possible to. God say he will not leave us nor forsake us. Let us go before the Lord. If you have feel forsaken, this is the time. This is the time. Ask him, Lord, I have felt lonely. I have felt sometimes lonely that nobody hears me. Nobody's there. He says, no, I'm there. Fear not. Neither be dismayed. Let's cry it up to him today and say, Lord, I'm here. I'm here. Now I know you are here. Embrace him tonight. Embrace him. And when you are here, embrace him and commit your family also to him that they will be embraced. They will not feel lonely. They will not feel forsaken. They will feel God is always with us. This is the promise of God. Let us pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let's ask him, Lord, uh, leave us not, leave us not, leave us not. You promise not to forsake me in this situation I'm going through. Lord, I feel like nobody's listening to me. I feel like nobody's there for me. But now I have known that you are there for me. You are there. God is there. God is there. He's there. He says you will not fail. You will not fail thee. You will not neither forsake thee. You, you will not. You will not fear. Fear not, fear not, my child, fear not, my daughter, fear not, my son, fear not, my servants. He says, feel, feel it, feel it that God is here with you. No matter what that thing, pray to God. Let us ask him his promise. He says, you will not leave you, you will not forsake you, you will not abandon you. The case that you are going through, it's a case that you want to do something. Feel him that he wants to do something for you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, do it, do it. Do it. Your word says so. Your promise says so. That this church will grow. This church will go fire. This church, people will come. This church will heal, will deliver, will set people free. This church, the music department will grow. We shall have everybody coming in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. My Lord and my God, I feel abundant, but now I know that I'm not abundant. That sickness, that diseases, you are still here with me to heal, to deliver, to set me free. Pray and ask God, whatever that case is, God say, I'm going to not leave you alone. You can swim alone. I got to help you. I have to send some, some, some safety, something for you to hold on to it. I will pull you to the shore. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I give you praise. Thank you, Lord. The next second point is prayer point is going to be taken from Hebrews 10, 23. Hebrews 10, 23. It says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. 
The only faithful person who promises God is Jesus, is the Holy Spirit of God. Even when an angel of God or Dr. Klutze come to say any other thing that is not of God, forget it. Hallelujah. Forget it. It doesn't matter. But he says, let us hold on to the profession of our faith, confession of our faith without wavering, without staggering. Without in doubt and thinking that the, I have waited, I have waited. No, 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 no. Abraham was persuaded that this thing shall be as it is. And God did it exactly. That is why he became faithful Abraham. God even, even forgive, forgive my language, excuse me. God even for, forgive him of any Foolish thing he did. This great man of God. Taking your own maid servant to pregnant him. This is, this you go for jail in my country, in this country, you go jail for that. But God just allowed it. Because back then it is done. You know, it is done. Let us hold on to our confession. Whatever that is wavering you, tell the Lord, Lord, please let me stand on a solid rock, unmovable. Let my faith become like that. Let me hope. I'm hopeful. Are you not hopeful? I am hopeful that this pandemic also shall go away. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I am hopeful. People come and ask me, are you going to take the vaccination? I say, in New York, if you are 60, you, you can. But now they have added the sister people. So very soon, I called them. I wanted to go and take uh, JJ, Johnson & Johnson. And then four days, the time came. Johnson & Johnson have a little problem. I said, sir, hold on. I need, I need a, a, the other one called starting with P. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so don't let anybody take you out of anything. If your faith is not there, for, for, forgive me. Don't worry. Let's keep praying. We are all faith people. So don't, don't let anybody talk you out of anything. I'm not here to advocate vaccination. Some of my people have taken it because they are health workers. Amen? They are health workers. Let us pray that our faith will not be shaken. Our pro confession, profession will not be shaken. We hold fast to what we believe in. That is going to be well with you. It's going to be well with me. That is what I believe. That God is going to suddenly and move suddenly. I'm not joking. I'm not making it up. Suddenly. Hallelujah. Let us pray. That prayer. Let your faith stand on a solid ground. Fast. Pray that prayer. Lord, help me, help me, help me. You need a help from God. We need a help from the Holy Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we need it, we need it, we need it. Hold fast, hold fast to your confession, to your profession. 
in the name of Jesus. Hold fast to it. Hold fast to it. Don't let anything take it away. Don't let the storms take it away. Don't let a difficulty time take it away. It is a time that God wants you to see it. That he who has promised you is faithful. It's a faithful God. He has promised you something. And that thing will come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Believe him. Believe him. Believe him. Even in ministry. In the church you want to do something. And you're not sure. The faith of God has come to you tonight. That it shall be done. In the name of Jesus. Yay, in the name of Jesus. Hey, let's talk to God about it. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. Our next prayer point. I have to be praying like too many, too many so that uh, you can pray. I want to feel you. You know, you feel me? I want to feel you too. So I'll be taking you through two minutes for every one prayer point. This church is a praying church. That fragrance, if you permit me, you don't have to even permit me. We have to pray about it. Who don't want a good thing? Who don't want it smelling good? Hmm? Just, just imagine. First Peter, put it on the screen. It says, uh, First Peter 3. 13 and 14. We're going to use this prayer point for like five minutes. I'm going to uh, use it. Yes. First Peter 13, 3, 13. It says, And who is he that will harm you if ye be followers of that which is good? Hallelujah. Holy Ghost is a good spirit. Jesus is a good one. So who will harm us when we have the promise of God? That we are going to stand with him. He's standing with us. He's with us. He has a promise us. That yet though we walk through the valley and the shadow of death. Nothing will harm us. I believe it. Because I'm following the promise of God. That everything that will harm me cannot be. Because I'm a follower of good. And I serve a good God. Say good God. Anyone who serves a good God. The enemy, God cannot permit. Yes, we will have challenges. But the enemy, God will not permit. Amen. Did you hear what I say? Yes. I was in another country, not in Ghana, but another African country. That is why I'm saying it, get it on record. When you are invited to any country, pray about it. If that leader, you're not sure, like me, you're not sure of, of you know me. You know I cannot, if I harm you, I cannot, they will take my citizenship away from me because I am my fellow American. So I was invited to another neighboring country in Africa, and then I wanted to make it easy for them. I wanted to make it easy. So I say, if you want me to stay any place, other place or some, fine. So no, we want to get you to a hotel. I say, if we can afford it, but if you cannot, just put me to a decent place. They put me into a decent place. And the place where they, they put me, they cook for me. And my food habit is rough. Now I have changed. You know, I now you see how I have grown. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then my favorite food, rice. They brought me rice and other things. I was hungry. Three days in meeting, I was hungry. So I want to eat quick. 
not knowing they have put some poisoning inside. I didn't know, Pastor. I didn't know. I didn't know. But you have to follow the leading of the Spirit. Pray over everything. Even your own shirt, when you want to put it on, pray over. Yeah. You see, sometimes we, we, we jump into our pants, we jump into our suit, and we're gone. Please. Today you, you are hearing something you have never heard. But this is my own clothing. Do you know if there's some worms? Am I saying the right way? Web, web, web. Worms? Or some insects in their clothing that can bite you and swallow your hands like uh, Apostle Paul did when he took those woods. And then there was a virus, viper, and they wanted to bite them and kill them. Shake it. But food, when you enter, is gone. It's too late. And the Lord said, you didn't pray. I said, Lord, I thought I, I shared a prayer. He said, you didn't pray. That one spoon of rice almost killed me. I'm running. I'm doing everything. The food was, excuse my language, bad or dull. In the middle of the night, they see the, the water flashing everything. I say, pastor, pastor, are you all right? I say, mm, I'm all right, but I'm not all right. They wanted to kill me. I couldn't eat for days, running and using the bathroom, and everything that was coming was too bad. I'm losing some blood. I said, Lord, this scripture, he who is he, and who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good. I didn't come here to harm these people. I came here to bless them with the grace of God on my life. Now they want to harm me. Quickly, things began to change in my body. I felt like a hand touched me. I felt like Jesus had sent a, an angel of the Lord, a doctor or a nurse to inject me. And I'm scared of injection. You know, and they put it at my waist here, boom. They put one in my stomach, boom. The following day, they looked at me. Are you still alive? I said, yes, I'm here. Hallelujah. We are going to pray that prayer because this church is a mission. Part of your assignment is a mission. If I don't know any place you have been to, you have been to Ghana. And next time I'll tell good people to take care of you. That's what I do. So pray that anywhere you go, even the U.S., because a time is coming, they'll be jealous of you because you're coming from freedom ministry. Everybody wants to associate himself or herself with freedom. I'm talking as a prophet of God. So, if they would do everything, there's going to be good people always. But the little harmful people, be watchful and let this prayer be your prayer. That, Lord, I'm going to Ghana. I'm a good follower of a good thing in Christ. 
For that reason, no country will harm me through their food, through their water, through their everything, through their this. Put the 14 over. The number 14. But if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you. I suffered for righteousness' sake. I'm here. Somebody must leave. If you suffer for righteousness, righteousness, right standing, right living. Today, let me say it a different way. Let us pray that prayer. And if you suffer for righteousness, wait, sick, happy are you, and be not afraid of their terror, and neither be troubled. Whatever that is troubling you, whatever that is a terror, because we are standing in righteousness, that is why those things are coming. May God reverse it. May it not harm us. May we not be suffered for their evil things. We are walking in the righteousness of God. We believe the righteous God. We believe and we have faith in him that he who has promised Whatever the terror is, whatever the enemy is, whatever that is, that trouble, in the name of Jesus, pray that your faith, your promise of God is that be not be afraid, will not be afraid. So may God give you some boldness. May God give you some grace to stand in the face of adversities and see the hand of God moving swiftly and rightly for you. Let us pray that prayer in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, I give you praise. I give you praise. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. That will not be afraid by their terror, by their trouble. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Wonderful Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. We thank you, Lord, that we will not be afraid of the terror or the trouble. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You know, when I was coming, I had a last scripture. I was dressed up, and I thought I will have a call before I'll be picked. So I delay my suit on, and then I had a knock at my door. And I said, give me two minutes, and I, I pin it down because it was fresh in my mind. I didn't know why. I'm asking the Lord, why this, why this, this last prayer point? Why? Is it necessary? Now, I believe it's necessary. That's the last prayer point. Deuteronomy 33, 6. That's the last point. Deuteronomy 33, 6. Why should God give me this? Moses is praying for the family of Reuben. Tonight we're going to pray for every family. Every family you represent. It says, let Reuben live and not die. 
and let not his men be few. We need men. Sister Monica, you need your man. I need you. You need me. I didn't understand. He said, let Reuben, I'm not saying it right. Reuben, leave. You must leave. Your family must leave. In spite of anything that is happening. We're going to pray that prayer in two sections. Let Reuben leave. If you know of anyone in your family that is sick, anyone that is sick here, you must leave. You must leave. And not die. The scripture we are all familiar with. You live and not die to declare the works of God. That is different from this. This one, Prophet Moses is praying for Reuben. Because Reuben, his own father, cursed him. Jacob cursed his own son, his firstborn son. So it took another prophet to come and do what? Reverse. So whatever you are cursed with, tonight. I said tonight. Say tonight. Hallelujah. Whatever spell they have put on you, tonight. That spell must be off of your shoulders. Must be broken must be out, must be reversed. Those sickness, those diseases, you must live to see it in the name of Jesus. Let us pray for ourselves. Let us pray for our families. Hallelujah. I must live. You must live. Say, I will live and not die. I will live, not die. Mention the name. They mentioned Reuben. Mention Monica's uh, uh, husband's name. Mention your name. Mention your name. Your family person. Whoever that is sick amongst you, you will not die. You will live. You will live and declare the works of the Lord. You will be many, many. Dead will not cut your family off. Yes, there will be many. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed in Jesus' name.